With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Authority Radio with your host, Jeff Blue, Chaotic Katie, the Dean of Wrestling Referee Steve Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. Lock and load wrestling fans, it's time for war. to another loaded edition of War. This is Wrestling Authority Radio, live inside the ER. I am Sadistic Sean David, along with my two co-hosts. The Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane. And the reason why the show will never be a bag of dicks, Katie, Katie, how's my boys? We are good. Jess Blue is on vacation. She will be back as soon as she can. Excuse me. All right. Tonight, we will be joined by the wild-eyed southern boy, Tracy Smothers, who will be breaking his silence about lots of topics. So, this is going to get controversial. Tracy has already said, strap in, because this is this is going to be off the charts. Oh, Lord. That's, that's scary. That's scary. Or as Tracy put it, uh, he's got he's going to have a live microphone in his hand. And that's, oh. and that's probably more dangerous than a loaded gun. Uh, well, if you know oh, Tracy well. like we do, we know that Tracy with the live mic is uh, can be a very dangerous thing. So, ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, he is the wild-eyed southern boy, Tracy Smothers. Hey guys, what's going on? Not a lot, Tracy. Thanks for coming out. How much, brother? Yeah, yeah. Thanks what? for having me. Yeah, I'm I'm actually at my job. I'm on my 30 minute uh, lunch break, and you know I, I I've got to finish it up by you know at 8:30. You know what I mean? Well, uh, that's good. Like that, I switch jobs. Right. I switch jobs. Got a job of benefits and flexible business. So, you know, Sweet. 
Well, uh, let's let's uh, go to the 900-pound elephant in the room right away. Can you tell us why you and uh, why the school of Smothers is no more in operation? Oh, well, that's really kind of on me. Uh, every every year during holidays, I uh, get burnout on the business, and from now on, I'm gonna make it a point to not work from like not wrestle at all from like maybe right before Thanksgiving up to about mid-February because I just get burnt out. I get caught up in a bunch of, you know, drama and stuff and fussing and fighting amongst promotions and all that stuff. And I never really used to get it, you know, deal with that. And, uh, you know, it it, it just went out of my mind and just concentrate on what I was doing. But I got caught up in it, and it's all on me. And I, you know, apologize to all those guys. I love all those guys. I miss them all, every one of them. And uh, I was really falling out, but I was banged up usually by how I'm just so beat up and tired, and I've done this so long. And uh, you know, and just uh, I'm doing great now, but uh, I wasn't then, and I went through a period there for a while that was just like a blur, and I, I, you know, and. I, you don't have to go. I don't have to go very far to look in the mirror to see, you know, whose fault it was and and stuff. And uh, I, I'm cut from the old school, and you don't you think everybody's going to see the business like you do, but it's just not the case. And there's not many of the old school guys left. And uh, and there's a reason that a lot aren't with us anymore uh, because the business is what it can warp you and it does to you mentally, physically, spiritually, everything. You get Makes you paranoid. You get make everything. Everybody's against you. Uh, you play with pain a lot. And uh, I tell you, I, I was drinking a little more than I needed to be, and I was blacking out. I was freaking out. And uh, Sean, I've known you a long time. I never had a crossword with you, and we were mortal enemies for like two years or a year. Yep. I don't know. Oh, and uh, and I apologize for all that because I, I really well, do. When you don't you know remember what? a lot of things and, and stuff happens. And that's really scary, and uh, I have to watch exactly it. And if I drink happens. anything, I really limit it. And uh, I don't, but maybe once a week. But uh, I, I feel much better now. And I, I left my job that I had, and I always do better with a job. I haven't wrestled full time uh-huh. since 2006 or seven, and I always been, been doing something. I've been at Sandy's nine years, and uh, and now I'm at. Uh, I've worked for uh, Flying J. I'm the kitchen yeah. manager and uh, uh, head of the maintenance. Really good benefits are owned by Pilot. They on the road. I can I can stay at any of the places. They let me sleep in the big recliner of the break rooms, get free shower. I mean, they have a great medical dental benefits, everything. Excellent. And, uh, you know, uh, Katie, we have yeah, a caller in queue. All right, I'm running. Uh, well, I I was just curious because it, it just yeah. seemed yeah. like all of a sudden. There it was, and then there it yeah. went, and I was like, "Well, well I mean, I I done the seminars over those boys for for a while there, and and you know, and and a bunch of them got so much better, and I was real attached to those guys, and and uh, of course that cost and, and everything, and, and you know, and uh, you know, and and uh, it, you know, it was it was time to take a break, but I turned down a lot of good offers to places to go to make more money. And I actually, I turned down a loop where I, I could have done a couple of House of Hardcore shows back uh, uh, last year sometime. Maybe it was 2017 or toward the end of it, something like that. And could have done a lot of shows with them and didn't. 
I'm going to be doing one coming up June 1st, and I could have made a lot better money than where I was at. But it's not always about money. But, right. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know how to say that. But uh, I like doing kind of what I'm doing now, and uh, I wish those guys the best and hope they're doing good. And uh, I always, Joey and I have talked about this, Sean. I mean, a guy like you, the way you hustle, you'd be good as a, like a vet coordinator talking to the town, uh, you know, and hustling the towns. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, everybody has a gift of doing things because you know how to get the name, the word out there. And, uh, exactly. You know. And I appreciate that. I love that, Joey. Crazy. I love Joey. And, uh, uh, you know, and I, I apologize already. But uh, uh, it, it's just crazy. Wrestling's, wrestling's brutal. You know, it is. It's brutal. It really is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, yeah. It's just crazy. All right. Well, we're not gonna we're not gonna delay any more about talking about this weekend. Uh, you will be in Pocahontas, Tennessee, this weekend yeah. for a lady by the name of Tina Gant, and Tina is with us now. And you will be at yeah. SPWA Saturday, uh, Friday night. Yep, Pocahontas, Tennessee. Yep, for Tina Gant, sure am. Uh, Scotty, I guess, is gonna be there. I, I'm not sure who the other guys are. Uh, but looking forward to it. Uh, it's right down the road from Raymer, Tennessee, where Donnie Bass, you know, used to always run, and God rest his soul. So it, it'd be a lot of fun. And, and Saturday, I'm in uh, Evansville uh, for uh, Eric. Eric uh, and uh, oh gosh, it's called Old School Wrestling. I think it's the eight o'clock start at the church. Nice. You know, yeah, it's right down the road. It's a short trip. Well, and that's that's another thing that I was worried about too, Tracy. I didn't know if you were living here in Illinois when School of Smothers was open or making the trip, you know, back and forth. But that, you know, if you were making the trip back and forth, that had to be exhausting to take the yeah, trip back but to I Tennessee mean, all the I, time. Well, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, one, I was four, four and a half hours, but you know, you, uh, at the uh, building that Joey had in Lincoln, you know, you'd be the, I'd get in usually Friday night. And be there till Sunday uh, night, and uh, you're in the same building. But uh, you know, and, and and so that wasn't bad. That was awesome. It was great. And uh, I don't, I, uh, it, it's crazy. The business is crazy, and uh, I hope I help those oh, guys. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy teaching them and, and trying to do, help them with their matches and everything you can do. Uh, well, I and, and like I, I think, you, I, think so, I mean, I felt like my job was kind of done there. If that makes sense, you know. Yeah, and it really does shrink me. There was only one of the time. There, there was only so much you could do with that group of guys. You were there. Uh, well, we'll we'll call it two years almost, and uh, yeah. you know, there's there, there's just well, only so much training you can offer well, one group of yeah, guys. Yeah. It would be different. Yeah, I, if I you still would help them with their matches and do, but they all came a long way, and uh, and and we're getting it and got so much better. Uh, I wish I could have uh, more of them more working out and hitting the weights because uh, they really care about their look nowadays and uh, you know and everything, but. They always Certainly. work hard. You know, they got a good attitude. And I, I honestly, I, around holidays there, I, I unfriended a lot of people in the business in on Facebook. And it, I don't know how to say that. It's just like I, every year around Thanksgiving, I just want to quit the business. And, and I just feel like I don't want to do it no more. And then about mid-February, usually I'm ready to go and chomping at the bit and we're getting ready to get back going. And uh, now, uh, you know, I, I, I'm actually. 
actually taken off tomorrow on my job. I either been wrestling or doing my job, and I've only had one day off in two months. And I'm wow. wow. But, but I mean, I, sometimes I needed. I I, I, I got to stay busy because I sit around and think too much, and that's never good. You know? No. But uh, you know what I mean. Uh, you know, uh, know that. It's crazy. Know that one, Tracy. Mm. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I think I think what you've said, you know, has made a lot of sense. There, there's only so much that you could offer Midwest Impact Pro yeah. before it was time for you to go to other places. And it doesn't mean that you'll never be back there. It yeah, just means I mean, that, I would love to come back, float in and out some here and there and do, but I was there solid and do. And those guys now, they know how to carry their match. They know how to call their match. They know, you know, they've, they've all come a long way. Every one of them have. They really have. And, uh, you know, so you couldn't be prouder of them. I just, you know, some at least would hit the gym more. But a great bunch of guys. And, and, uh, and you, know, I, you know, like all those guys around uh, with CIPW, Chase, and uh, uh, yes. PWA. PWA uh, what's, what's Brian's group he called? What's it called? PWA. That's it, yeah. I apologize for getting into it. Uh, you know, and 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 I got. Well, I have to watch it when I drink, because I mean, Sean, you know this. I, I've got post concussion, prior concussion, pre concussion, whatever concussion syndrome you want, I've got it. <laughs> okay, and my doctor told me that too. I have to watch it. I black out and I say things I don't. I don't. I don't remember things I say, and I'm not just saying that. I mean, uh, one night I was at Joey's, and, and I, I guess I talked for an hour at the building there with uh, Big Matt and Joey, and I can't remember who else. And I don't remember any of it. I messaged Too Tough Tony and said he was a piece of shit. I don't even know what I. Was, I don't even. I, I, don't, I don't even remember any of it. He called me next morning. Like, What's going on? I said, Well. I had a jack night on a Sunday night. You have Monday. I, I just can't. I can't do that no more. Anymore, if I drink, I just do the little three-shot bottles. That's it. I limit it, and uh, once a week, and, and then I'm cool. But because I just don't. I use words. My girlfriend told me I use words that never heard. I don't remember. I, I've never used the word toxic in my life. You know, you know what I mean? You know. Right. But the business can do that to you. It can. It can chew you up and spit you out. When Kurt Henning died in '03. Everybody was like, whoa, there's something wrong here. Because he was a mm-hmm. like, strong man, strong-willed man that could hold his cookies, as we'd say, you know. Yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. He did then a problem. And, and I'll tell you, too, what got me as a July 29th when Brian Christopher, Rick House Brown, Nikolai Volkov all died with before 12 o'clock. You know. mm-hmm. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's horrible. And, and when there's guys you're, that you've known for so long, 20 years. One at a time. One at a time. When there's guys that you've known 20, 30 years or more, and uh, you grew up with them and everything, and it, when someone dies, it's like you really live where you were at when somebody else did and who told you and what we were doing and it's just it's it's like it's like being in a Vietnam War and all coming back with like Agent Orange or something. Crazy. Oscar for Men on a Mission. Um after 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 um oh gosh, I don't even remember which one it was now, but uh he he tech he and I were texting each other and he said to me 
we are an endangered species. And I, yeah. I went back to him. I said, you're right, brother. You're right. Yeah. I mean, you know, us, yes. us old school guys, I mean, you see, you and I came up right around the same time in the business. I mean, uh, with you down south and me up here in Chicago, and then, of course, we wind up uh, hooking up thanks to uh, Bird Prentice and Jeff Cohen and that. And, I mean, if you, I mean, if you look at all the guys that you and I have known and have worked with over the years, how many of those guys are left anymore? Not a lot oh of them, man. Not crazy. a lot. Yeah. I look at, I'll see cards, uh, you know, like on, on uh, they'll show an old card and like three-fourths of the people on there are dead, including commentators, uh, wrestlers, referees, you know what I mean, ring announcers, everything. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's absolutely. Well, I don't hey, know. That- and we don't want to cut her off on this. So, Tina, hey, uh, how you doing? Jump on in, hon. Hey, Tina, I'm doing great, how are- Oh, great, Katie. How are you guys doing tonight? Wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful, oh, wonderful. I wanted to ask one last question, a uh, side piece of uh, with Tracy here real quick before we let Tina jump into the stuff going on with SBWA this Friday night. Um, there was a lot of rumor, Tracy, that Bam Bam Bigelow was supposedly going to go in the WWE Hall of Fame this year. Now, we are three weeks out from the event, and this announcement has yet to be made. Um, what were your thoughts on Bam Bam? Oh, I knew Bam Bam when he started. Okay, talk into your microphone, please. 1986, you've met Bam Bam? Uh oh. Yeah. I think he's got a bad connection. Okay, I've got a call. Actually, I know who that is. That's Billy. No worries. Tracy, talk right into your phone, man. All right. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you now. We couldn't hear you before. All right. Yeah, Bam Bam, though, started in 86. And uh, I've been working since 83, and uh, the old USWA, Jerry Waller, brought him in. Uh, he got the beast from these, you know, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Bam Bam Bigelow, uh, Larry Sharp trained him. Uh, Larry was with him. Uh, he'd done the 60 Minutes, which was a big deal. There wasn't any cable TV, any of that back then. And, uh, just, and I, I worked with him the first, like, month he was there. Uh, went around the loop with him first uh, in single matches. And he was unreal, you know. The Road Warriors were a big deal then, and, and Bam Bam was was you know, we muscle up guys, and everybody was starting to go that. But Bam Bam was just a guy that was just athletic, could splash off top, drop kick off top, cross body, cartwheel, mm. everything. It was unreal. I love him. Yeah, I, he, was, I met- he was amazing with his athletic ability for a guy his size. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Had to be one of my favorite big men of all time. Yeah, I, I was in uh, I of course you with him, in New Japan with him, WCW, and oh, yeah. ECW. Yeah. Um, I'd heard, I saw something where the possibly Vader uh, may get inducted too. So I mean, it's between them. Looks like. Uh, they all usually uh, they do someone that's passed away, which they could do that with China, with that whole deal. And somebody hadn't worked for them, and uh, maybe a, a 
somebody that was a big single star. I heard Bruce Beefcake. I heard. Beefcake. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of it was Hulk. With Hulk coming back. Right. All right. Well. Tina, why don't you tell us about SPWA this weekend and what Tracy Smothers is going to have his uh, hands full of this weekend? <laughs> well, I tell you what, uh, guys, I I don't know what they've got planned for Tracy Smothers. Um, you know, I haven't. I actually have not laid eyes on Tracy in about two years. I've been thinking about him a whole lot. You know, having him back. Of course, you know, I was out a little while myself. Uh, you know, Tracy, he, he's a like a constant thought to me, having Tracy back, having Tracy back. Uh, number one, because he is a fan favorite. Uh, the people at FCWA, they absolutely love Tracy's mother. And um, so, you know, I've, I've been contemplating having him in, contemplating having, having Tracy in. And I think it was maybe last Friday uh, he and I talked and, and you know, he asked he asked me about, you know, a good time, and, and he said, well, what about this Friday night? Uh, and so, you know, I, I pride myself with being a pretty smart woman, and, you know, it's like, I tr- it's like I told Tracy's mother, if I don't bring you into SPWA, you know, I'm a fool. <laughs> you know, it's that simple. And uh, so, you know, we, we, we worked it out and everything, so he's going to be here for us this coming Friday night. And um, the Hill Crew, the Hill Crew, you know, we've we've talked about the Hill Crew uh, for a couple Uh, of weeks. Just in case. case, You know, Dakota Riley and those guys. Uh, They have a new nemesis in there by the name of David Hogan. And, uh, you know, David Hogan was once looked up on at SPWA as one of the greatest figures that ever walked into the ring. But... You know, sometimes good goes bad, and that's exactly what's happened to David Hogan. And uh, so, you know, David Hogan has put the challenge out to Tracy Smothers. You know, you will make the right decision one way or the other. You know, so so what I'm getting from this, Sean, is just in case, of course, I know is behind all of this, and uh, you know, he's either going to make Tracy Smothers want to join up with a Hill crew or either be or either, you know, pay the consequences of not joining up with with a wheel of a Hill crew. But on the other hand, Tracy Smothers is a very smart man. You know. And in my heart I feel like Tracy Smothers is gonna do what's right. Absolutely. Well, you have to remember um, Tracy was the thug. And Tracy was a full-blooded Italian, so you never, never know. <laughs> well, that, that, that's very true. But, you know, uh, as long as I've known Tracy Smothers, you know, I've never personally known Tracy Smothers as anything but a true Southern gentleman, you know. So, so in my heart, I feel he's going to do the right thing. But, once again, it is wrestling. Tracy, you know, do, you, do, you, do you remember, uh, God, this would have been like 2005, you had a match with Delirious over in Muscatine, Iowa, and Delirious dressed like JBL, and you cut one of the best promos that I think I've ever heard uh, on a live microphone on JBL. Um <laughs> 
and it was it was insane. This was right after the one night stand incident. Yeah. JBL. <laughs> oh, talk in your microphone, Tracy, please. Yeah, he had a cowboy hat, delirious kid, everything. Uh, you know, he, he had uh, the music, JBL's music, everything. And uh, he's doing great now. I guess he's a booker for Ring of Honor, and so that's awesome. He was a good kid, good, good wrestler, great wrestler. You know. Uh, yeah, delirious. That was that was some classic stuff right there because you know you, you take a guy like Trace for Ed. Go. Yeah. All right, Tina. Uh, what else do you want to say to Tracy about this weekend? I mean, you gotta we gotta realize that Tracy's gonna have his hands full with Justin Case because Justin Case works down in Missouri for American. Uh, hostile championship wrestling, and I know that he's cut quite a few promos about uh, his workers down there, like uh, By God, Derek King, and all right. of that. So, you know, Justin Case is probably one of the more popular managers around the Midwest, um, at least right now, and, and down in Tennessee. Right. Well, you know, of course, you know, I. I, I really, you know, I'm really a big fan of, of Tracy's mother. So, you know, I'm just going to give my best advice to Tracy will be just, you know, Tracy, just watch her back against Justin Case. You know, I, that, that's the best thing that I can say because this guy is, he's unbelievable. You know, uh, there's there's nothing good about Justin Case. I mean, I think he looks in the mirror in the morning time and just like almost vomits because he looks at himself and, and, you know, there's just absolutely nothing I can say good about Justin Case nor his Hill crew. Uh, well, Justin Case, uh, I've seen the videos, and I've seen Tracy cut a thousand promos better than one promo of Justin Case's. So right. um, I'm not worried about that, but I am worried mm-hmm. about him putting his hands on Tracy because Tracy will, have, will more than likely – have his trademark rebel bat with him this weekend, and that means that Justin Case could get whacked upside the head with the wooden bat. Hey, I'd like to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'd lo- I'd love to see that. Tracy, Tracy's I, mother's on all for that. I'll pay double to see what, what time does the show start, and what building is it in? <laughs> uh, the show starts at 8 o'clock, and it's at eleven zero seventy one. Highway 57 West in Pocahontas. It's at okay. the Don Bass Labonstone Memorial Arena. Okay. And uh, I believe uh, tickets are very uh, friendly. Uh, I believe under $10. They are. Um, they are. They are. They're $7, uh, actually. Uh, you know, this is. You know, we we, we built this business uh, of SPWA. You know, of course, you know, Don Bass Allen Stone. They built this business as a family-friendly business. Uh, you know, they they, of course, you know everybody everybody likes to make money. You know, but I like to make money. they also they also know that you know in, in this day and time it takes a lot of money just for people to get bound. So you know we try to be a very family-friendly you know organization still. You know, not charge an arm and a leg, but also at the same time produce a quality show for the people. Mm. 
That's good. That's good. That's good to hear. I like that, Tina. Excellent. That's what I want. Excellent philosophy. Well, and that's that's the way uh, we used to run things, but now I I have a higher quality event, so I'm charging a little bit more money for my event to right. be able to okay. cover the higher quality talent. So, All right, your normal. Uh, okay, your normal. How much are your normal seats, and how much are your VIP seats? And then I'll give you all the prices out here. My front Thank row you. are my front row are 15. My general mm-hmm. admission, which is every seat behind the front row, is 10. Mm-hmm. Well, our VIP is the first three rows, and that's 40 bucks. And general admission is anywhere between 25 and 20 out here. You'd love it down here, Katie. You could be. You could oh afford God, to come yeah. to shows. <laughs> I can afford to go to shows now. But, you know, there's just, you know me, I'm picky. I'm a picky bitch. <laughs> and I'm also a picky bitch, too. <laughs> All right. Uh, I get everything I, I need uh, here. Tina, Tina and I were talking today, and SPWA has a huge event coming in July that we can't, she can't yeah. give a lot of details on, but she told Aww. me it's going to be a huge event. Right. Yes, we are. We're planning a, you know, we're planning a great big blowout in the month of July. Um, you know, like I said, I can't say a whole lot about it right now. Uh, just know that it's going to be there. It's going to be great. Um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping to have Tracy's mother's back as well in that event. Uh, you know, thinking if he can swing back with us, and we're going to have Tracy's mother's back. You know, uh, along with a lot. Do of you have a date? Do you have a date yet for that? Uh, Tracy, I don't at the at the time. Uh, we're contemplating between two different dates, and uh, you know, of course, when we settle on the date that we actually are going to be able to, you know, get the facilities and everything, and get everything done. Uh, of course, you know, we'll we'll be back with you on that. Okay. okay. Um, and and Tracy, you're already booked June first. Otherwise, I'd invite you up here. I'm running a new town. I got two events coming up: to, uh, June first and okay. September fourteenth. So. Uh, uh, I, you know, we, events yeah. everywhere you look. I'm on that. Uh, <laughs> I'm on the show uh, at the uh, fairgrounds. The last show they're going to do there. Tommy Dreamers run at the House of Hardcore. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I hear that. But uh, look, looking forward to Tina's show Friday, and uh, looking forward to Evansville uh, for Eric. Uh, you know, uh, Saturday for old school wrestling. And uh, you know, next and next week. Uh, March 30th, I'm uh, for Johnny Richards, uh, Deep Focus Wrestling in uh, Evansville again. And then the fall week, I'm uh, in the WrestleCon. I'm at that uh, Joey Ryan's penis party. I'm wrestling Joey Ryan. And then I'm on Joey Janela's midnight thing. Yeah. Oh, God. On, uh, oh, Lord. Party. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. all right. Ex- explain penis party. Do I need to bring condoms? Like, what's the deal here? <laughs> hey, hey, guys. Hey, hey. I, I hate. Can y'all hear me? I've got to cut you short. Oh, yeah. I've got to yeah. walk back in. I've got to go. get back to work. No, that's, that's okay. the real world. Hey, hey, much love to everybody. No penis party? I'll see you Friday in Pocahontas, Tennessee. Uh, you know, Tracy, we'll talk to you. Yes. Tracy, All right. Have a good night. Love everybody. Love you too, honey. All right. Now, okay. No, I need to know. Katie, about I, I promise you, I promise you Friday night, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to look Tracy's <laughs> yeah. mother's in the eye and say, Tracy, what's a penis party? <laughs> Please? 
please. And, and, and you're going to be the first person I call. Don't leave it, okay? I, I'm about to message him. I'm about to message him. He's oh, still on my Facebook and say, okay, what's the penis party? Come on, Tracy. Right. Well, now, if you find out before I do, uh, you go ahead and message oh, me. You know, you know I, might, I might find out something sure I really I don't want to know from a guy. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you think it'll be easier coming from me or something? Like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, probably so. <laughs> um. Well, uh, I'm going to let Tina Gant be able to speak her piece on this because I I talked with Tina all weekend about the situation that we addressed last night about, um, unfortunately, I did not want to bring this up while Tracy was on air because um, I didn't want to f- force him to say anything that he may or may not have wanted to say about the situation. Uh, but unfortunately, Mr. Grunge is continuing to book Country Boy Zach who sexually assaulted uh, one of our co-hosts here and my female ring announcer for June 1st at RWF Rebellion Rising at a Rex Gill show back in October here in Illinois. Um, I've told you about the situation. I told you he's been booked now for the third time. Tina, what say you? Well, you know, Scott, I usually, you know, I usually don't try to, to stick my nose in other, you know, promotions business, but in this case, uh, if you have a known sexual predator in your locker room, then you know, guys, come on, that that's just sick. You know, right off the bat, that's sick. And you know, if you're going to continue to do this, then uh, you know, if you don't get any support on your show, then good for the people that don't support you. You know, that that's Absolutely. just my opinion on it. Absolutely, you know. Uh, I, I I don't see it. I mean, you know, uh we you know, we, we all we all fall short of grace sometimes, you know, we, we do it every day. And you know, there's not there's not a perfect human being out there. But to deliberately, you know, sexually assault another human being, you know, to 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 sexually assault, you know, to to harm in any way another human being knowingly doing this, you know, in good sound mind and body, you know, you're trash. I mean, it's that simple. And, and you know, you don't, you know, you don't, you know, you don't deserve recognition, you know, for anything other than being trash. So if you're going to go and pull, pull stuff like that, as far as I'm concerned, you are not worth the paper your name is printed on. You just exactly. Aren't. And exactly. you should be shot with your own yeah. bullshit. You know, and, and you know, they, they you know, you hear the you hear a lot of people say, Well, you know, she probably deserved it. You know, oh. no woman has ever no woman has ever deserved it, no man has ever deserved it. Oh. You know, there's there's nothing there's nothing oh. written in the books that said anyone has ever deserved that. And, yeah. you know, uh to keep on and to keep booking someone, you know, over and over that is a known sexual offender, you know what? You're just as sick fuck as they are. Uh, amen to that, sister. Yep. You know? Yep. So, you know, I, you know, sorry for the language, but that's, I, I do, you know, I shoot straight. You, hey, know, no, you no. guys know how. I love to swear. You know, you can swear as much as I do, honey. It's okay. I right, right, you know, so. 
that's to me it's just it's unreal. You know, you how can you stand and call yourself a promoter when you are putting someone in your locker room? You know that you know you're going to have other ladies in that locker room. You know most likely. Yep, they've got one in there now yeah. already. So I mean, <laughs> what's going to happen if this guy attacks this lady? Or the next lady, or the next lady. You know what's going to happen? Are they going to are they going to let this behavior continue <clears throat> before they you know before they finally you know the little the little light bulb goes off in their head? Are they going to let this uh, behavior continue and continue I, and continue? Tina, Tina, honestly, I am under the impression that the promoter thinks he can save this kid and and turn things around for this kid. <laughs> save them? Save them from what? Yeah. Then you know by all means if you if you. If you want to save this kid, if you want to do something for this kid, then take him aside, work privately with him, and not around other people, you know, that's having to be subjected to this kind of behavior. There's there's no excuse for it. I mean, it's bullshit. Well, you know, and on, top of, on have, top of that, Tina, somebody from the promoter's well, locker room that this kid is working for uh, told me that uh, – the, the guy named Country Boy Zach, which was the sexual assault offender, uh, went up to his baby mama and then went up to him and was like, hey, I want to fuck your baby mama. Whoa. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, wow. H- how how the hell do you, uh, like... Uh, and it, it's, it's, it's one yeah. thing to, to say it to somebody else about somebody else's baby mama. Like, hey, I'd top that. That's one thing. But to be, oh, yeah, I mean, like, I, I remember one night Darren and I were out, okay, we were out at the bar having a few drinks, and this guy comes up and he says to me, are you a natural redhead? And Darren's sitting right beside me, and I said, why, sir, uh, yes, I am. And he says, well, do you like sex? And I says, well, my husband's sitting right there, why don't you ask him? And he was going to ask my husband. And I'm just like, what, what is wrong with people? What is wrong? My husband had to hold me back. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? Oh I, I don't, I don't get it. I, I don't want to get it. Well, and and I told Tina what I told the promoter, and she says, Sean, she says that's exactly what I would have told them. And I told them this. I said, if you need that kid's money so bad that you are willing to take his money and train him, maybe you don't need to be in business anymore. No, I under, I understand money is money is money is money, but if you got a predator in your midst, and you got to you have to protect your workers and yourself and your wife. If you exactly, you know that yeah. you know that's one of the jobs as a promoter to you know not only you know not only to give and to receive respect from the locker room, uh, you know how are you how is your locker room going to give you respect if they know you have someone running around in there that that's you know a known predator. It, how, you know, if I was in this guy's locker room, there's no way in hell I could respect this promoter. You know, there's no well, way in but, hell that, that that I could look him in the eye and say, you know, you have my respect because, you know, I, I, I just couldn't do it. I don't know. I don't know what his motive you know, behind this is. I don't get it. I, I've explained to him how bad it is for his company. He just fired a kid within the past two months that beat the shit out of his wife on New Year's. Right. Unless they're for dead. <laughs> so we're going to fire him, but we're going to let a sexual predator in our locker room. What wow. the fuck? Wow. Wow. You know. Oh. 
And then, uh, and, know, then and then on top of that, one of the guys that he used to work for and I used to work for is now a convicted sex offender. So I said, you might as well bring that guy in too because it, it, it obviously don't matter to you who you got working for you. I learned the hard you know, way of a sex offender working with me that that was a wrong move and it cost me big time. It cost me a lot of shit. Money well, and, and much day, more than that. You know, back ahead, in the Gina. day, uh, you know, back back in back in the day, you know, shit did you know, shit did not go on like that. You know, if if the guy the guys the guys in the locker room, if they found out that you had done something, they would, hey, no questions asked, they'd beat the hell out of you and throw you out the back door, you know. And and the thing about it now is, why would a promoter take a risk, you know, of ruining his own name when, you know, social media is out there everywhere, you know. If a guy if a guy gets in trouble, you know, for sexual, you know, sexual assault on, on a person, you know, this is all over the Internet in five minutes. Exactly. Right. Why, you know, why would this guy, knowingly, knowing his name is going to be on, you know, it's going to be on every, you know, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, MySpace, you know, I don't know what else out there, you know, in, in the in the social media things, but you know, why would a guy run a risk of having his name right. smeared through the dirt for, you know, for for the chance of just bringing in one guy? Uh, you know, this guy is, is a sexual predator. He's already been, you know, pointed out. He's already been, you know, uh, I guess a, a, a wrong word to say is blackballed, you know, from a lot of places. Uh, but, you know, this guy, he already has this reputation. Why keep bringing him in over and over and over? Because, you know, you're digging, you're shitting in your own nest. Right. And then there's, and then there's all, then there's wrestling podcasts. There's a million of them. And that, right. you know, like ours, that, you know, we don't, we don't hold back. We, we pull no punches. We name names. We talk about situations and that, you know, I mean, you know, we, we had probably some of the most listened to shows have been the ones where we have exposed bad promoters, bad wrestlers, and so on and so forth. Exactly. Right. Um, it, it, I don't get it. And as I told, and the la- the other thing that I told the promoter too, I said, you know, I said if you if you're gonna book people like this, maybe you should change the name of your company to Xcons Pro Wrestling. Exactly, exactly. <clears throat> you know, uh, it just you know it just it sends it sends me into a tailspin sometimes. When I look at these guys, and you know, I think, what are you thinking? Oh, you know, and then and then these same guys that 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 do this shit, they turn around and they say, well, you know, uh, I can't make it. People won't come to my shows. You know, I can't get decent workers in. Well, you know, I wonder why. Book, stop booking shit, and you'll get decent workers to yeah. come work for you. Exactly. You know, I wonder why you can't get decent guys to come in and work for you. Uh, you know, I, I have no pro. Look, I have a troubled past because I've had to cancel some shows, and I had right. one show in my history uh, seven years ago this May where I could not pay everybody in full. My financial backer right. left me in a situation with not enough money to go around, 
and I was young and naive and didn't have enough money to back it up. I learned my lesson with that. I took four years off from then to when I came back in 2016. I've made my mistakes, but I don't have a problem getting good talent to work for me. Matter of fact, most of the guys that most of the talent that has worked for me, other than you know a few select guys from 2012, have no problem coming back and working for me again. Right. Well, you know, Sean, let me let me finish, Tina. If you pay them what they what they want and what they're worth instead of what you think they're worth. They are more than willing to come and do business with you. They'll bend over backwards to help you. When you start lowballing offers on guys and think that you can get away with paying everybody twenty to thirty dollars, you get what you pay for. Right. right. I talked with one promoter earlier this week that was looking for a girl for an upcoming event, and I gave him some names, and he goes, "Well, I don't want to pay that kind of money for anybody like that. They're getting more than my champion." Okay, but they might be worth more than your champion. That's what you're not realizing. Right. Your champion might be the drizzling chits. And if your champion's right. the drizzling chits, then the face of your company is the drizzling chits, which makes your whole company right. look like the drizzling chits. And that's yep. what people don't realize. If you don't put money into quality talent, it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. I, I'm talking yeah. about guys that have real gear. I'm talking about guys that have real boots. I'm talking about guys that aren't using electrical tape. They're actually using the good actual sports tape that they're supposed to use. Right. Yeah. Guys that, oh. guys that go to the gym, guys that tan. Right. You know, guys and that you know, slip the part. Right. <laughs> you know, and that's something, you know, that I told you this morning, you know, I told you I had it in my car all day long about the guys getting the proper training and such. And, you know, learning learning this, learning this, you know, because it's taught in every accredited training school how to look like a wrestler, how to act like a wrestler, how to get in the ring and deliver like a wrestler. Uh, you know, you learn how to be on the road. You learn how to know what to expect on the road. And you just, unless these guys are, are willing to invest in themselves and learn this, uh, you know, you're gonna be you're gonna be getting a lot of these what I call two dollar workers, you know, or, or five dollar and a hot dog workers because, you know, they simply do not care. And uh, you get promoters out of your Tina that wanna be lazy, that wanna book everybody and right. be friends with everybody and right. I can get away with paying guys twenty to thirty bucks, so why not do it? And they were trained right. by me and I think I'm a big shot, so you think you're a big shot? Wow. Uh, no, I'm just saying there <laughs> there are there are people out there that think they're big shots and go out and train people and they become friends with everybody. So then they book all their friends instead of booking what's right. best. Booking actually right. yeah. yeah, the buddy system, the buddy system way of booking. <laughs> exactly. You know, and and I don't like that. I don't like the buddy system way of booking. Oh, so many good guys get left out because of that. You know, uh, and 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 my pet peeve is to go, you know, into the locker room and say, "I'd like to have this person come in." Oh, I don't like them. Uh, they they said so and so to my sister. Well, you know what? I don't give a damn what they said to your sister. They're a good worker. You know, leave your personal shit at home. Oh, there there's 
there's a time and place for personal shit, but there are times that personal shit has to affect your business decisions because there's been quite a few people that I've ran across in my career that I would never, you know, they may have been friends of mine at one point, but I'd never book them now because I just don't put up with that crap. I won't put up with it. I I know I've been around too long, seen too much. Been fucked over one too many times to get walked over like a doormat. Right. What is that? You know, sound? the things I'm talking about is like, you know, if you if you have a booker, you know, and you say, well, I like to have, you know, let's let's say, uh, I'd like to have Mark Blankus on the show. Well, I won't book him because you know he and my sister went together and they just broke up, uh, you know, because he didn't like the way she colored her hair. Oh. Okay. Oh, well, I'm gonna know, let Steve. Uh, we got a story about this, Tina, and I don't want you to go until we uh, are able to tell the story. Steve, tell her the story okay. from la- uh, from last night about Mr. DeFalco and Mitch Blake. Oh, oh yes. I well, hate DeFalco. <clears throat> yeah, there, well, there's a promoter in Wisconsin. He's been training this girl. Find out that this girl is uh, now in a relationship with a uh, – competing promoter here in Illinois. Right. So, um, so he tells, so he tells Blake who I've known for his entire career, which is like about 25 years. And I'm in, and I'm in, uh, 28 going on 29. He says, you know, take, take her out. And when I mean, take her out, in other words, in other words, hurt her. So he, got her in the ring and he knocked her out, gave her a concussion. He said it's wow. part of paying dues. And there and oh there's my. even and and now there's another guy who I've known for his entire career and he's one of these people I wouldn't have in a locker room now because um we've I've found out how much of a racist piece of crap he is. Now, right. Um, and and now and now he's wanting to beat up the boyfriend of the girl okay. that got knocked out. Oh wow! Yeah, it's it's that like it's like it's like a freaking soap opera out here. Well, you know, it's like it's like uh, it's not wrestling; it's Peyton Place, you know, a lot of times anymore. And, I know. Uh, I, I you know that that's, that's one thing I that's I don't. You know, the social media, you know, getting back to social media, social media can be one of the best things that ever happened to professional wrestling if used right. But I see so many guys get on there and bash this promotion, then they'll bash that promotion, you know, and then they'll get mad at this promotion 10 miles down the road, and then they'll run back to the first one. And when they get mad at them, they'll run back to that. You know, it's drama constantly, constantly, constantly. And, you know, You get sick of it. You say, I wouldn't book any of these. I won't, you know, I won't book any of these guys simply for the fact that I see what they're made of because of how they conduct their mouth on social media. You know, that tells me everything I need to know right there. Exactly. Um, so so uh, I didn't catch all of Tina's thoughts on that. Um, did you tell her the full story, Steve? Yes, yes. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I I am shocked and appalled by that because it's it, listen. 
I, I don't know. I, I, I was friends with Peter DeFalco at one point. He was a good mentor to me for a couple of years uh, after my original mentor, Ed Schumann, died. But, um, yeah, I don't even know what to say about this one because I, I don't get it. I, I don't I, you know, every, 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 mostly everybody in my locker room knows that I'm gay. If I were to go around and start hitting on wrestlers and then fire one because they wouldn't sleep with me, I would be blackballed faster than anything. We wouldn't do that. That's not you. I, I just I don't get why people – society has become awkward. That's That's the word for it because <laughs> – we we have we have a rap band who talks about selling bags of drugs that's going to host the Teen Choice Awards this year for Nickelodeon. Oh great. What is society, what is society coming to when it is acceptable to have a, a rap band that sings these kind of songs host the kids choice awards? Exactly. It is kinda of like oh, oh. So- I, I don't even have words for that. <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, for me not to have words, I, I'm having to. I'm, I'm going to have to analyze this for a day or two. <laughs> well, the thing about it is this: everybody wants PG wrestling, but we're going to let this kind of rap band host the Teen Choice Awards, and that's perfectly right. okay. But we don't want any blood or any, you know, damn shit or anything like that on a wrestling show. Right. Nope. I, I I don't get it. I, I, somebody explain this one to me because I don't get it. Um, Again, maybe you're not supposed to. Well, <laughs> we haven't played this ad for to. Tina. This is this is an ad. Oh. I'm gonna let Steve Kane tell you about the last wrestling show that I attended live uh, about a month ago. And uh, well, this, well I'll, I'll play this care. first and then. Well, I gotta say, the thing is, he carried the video. He carried the video to us on Facebook, and I'm watching this, and these matches have no point to them. It just seems like they were all thrown together at the last minute. So that's where that's where this that's where this all came from. So, all right, go ahead, Sean, hit it. This Saturday night at the Northeast Philly International Guard Armory, Craptastic Wrestling presents a non-star-studded car of unexplainable matches featuring the Mid-Afternoon Express versus Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy in a Falls Count Nowhere match. Jerry Idol versus Austin Waller in a fully empty arena match. Our main event... Arnold Ziffel Jr. versus Oliver Wendell Douglas IV in a Fans Bring the Steel Cage parts match. Admission is just $1 because that's all this crap is worth. That's Craptastic Wrestling this Saturday. Doors open at 6 p.m. Matches start whenever we feel like it. Be there! I'm on. Fantastic. <laughs> Sad but true. <laughs> uh, oh, Tina, they, oh, they, have, 
they had a concession stand brawl match with empty water bottles and empty boxes. Wow. And I'm 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 sitting in the crowd watching this, going, "How in the world does it make uh, does this make sense?" I I don't yeah. get it, you know. And oh, you know, there's there's so there's so many there's so many mistakes that you know if you just sit and you observe, you know, just sit back, shut your mouth, just observe. You see so many things that go wrong, not only during matches, but you know after the show. Maybe, maybe you've got, maybe you've got this. Let's say, for instance, you've got this tag team that that are that are baby faces in one spot. They go ten miles down the road the next day. Wrestle their heels. I mean, what kind of sense does that make? None. Yeah. Not yeah. Back, back, you know, in, back the in the people, pre-internet the, days, you could do that. Yeah. You can't do that anymore. Well, the thing about it is, you know, a lot of promotions, they run very close to each other. Uh, you know, you, you may have one in one town and then the next town over. They may have, well, hell, you know, the same people are going to go to these shows. You know, the same guy that, uh, that that cussed you out the night before, he's going to be up there trying to kiss your baby the next day. What sense does that make? <laughs> no. Boom. Boom. Preach it, Tina. Preach it. Well, I mean, this, this is like there will probably be some guys that work for me that will get booked with Mr. Jimmy Smooth and PWX that wanted to run the – the titty bar in the uh, adult film store where you could go and get blowjobs all ages. And, yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, you know, a place where the floors are sticky and you don't want to know why. Right. I mean, uh, I'm sure, I'm sure he's gunning after some of our talent, Steve. And uh, you know, for anybody that works there. They might work there as a healer or baby, but just because they work there as a healer baby doesn't mean that I won't turn them at my event because my event is right. a whole different ball of wax. Right. I mean, yep. that's uh, – unfortunately, you can't control how everybody else uses your talent, which is why if, if, you're, if you're really serious about somebody, put a title on them, get them to be loyal to you, get them to be exclusive <laughs> Uh, get them to be exclusive to you. I agree one hundred percent with that because I mean it's just oh what you what can. I see getting into a lot of, you know, of the what I call the local indie indie wrestlers and some of these guys, you know, I can't knock these guys. Some of these guys are, are, are great, you know, they're they're really good workers. Um but when you have when you have promotions that I'm going to go ahead and say it, are familiar with each other, you know, and and uh, you have guys that that work, let's say, uh, one town over. Uh, the next night they go, you know, and work another town over. You've got these same people coming in, uh, you know, that that visited the other town the night before, and you know, last night this this person they literally got in your face threatened to beat you down uh where you sit and then the next day they're walking up to you how how are you doing you know it's like jekyll and hyde to me and and, it, and it's very confusing to me 
And um, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm too much of a stick in the mud for that. I don't know. No, it's got nothing to do with it at all. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's definitely that. All right. right. Uh, Thank you. All right. Let's see. Well, guys, Let's... it's nine o'clock and, you know, of course it's my, it's my time to, it's my time to have to go off of here. I got, you know, I have to get busy around nine o'clock. So guys, I've certainly enjoyed it. I really appreciate Tracy Smothers uh-huh. coming on tonight and uh, I look forward to having him at SPWA Friday night and, until then, until what next Wednesday night, uh, of course, you know, I've got to find out about the penis party, Katie. But Thank you. I'm going to remind you. That's my girl. That's my girl. But other than that, you guys have a great wrestling weekend. I uh, love you guys, and I'll I'll get back with you, you, know, you sometime too, next Gina. Wednesday. And, uh, thank you so much, guys, and just have a great weekend. Hey, Bye-bye. Gina, you oh. too, darling. We love you. All right, we're going to take our song break. Uh, This is going to be some new stuff by Bad Wolves. Okay, hope I like it this time. (laughs) And the name of the song is Remember When. Okay.
Rebun Promotions presents Professional Wrestling, a show that will not actually happen. Starring pictures of former WWE, Impact, and Ring of Honor stars that we're going to put on our poster just to lure you suckers into the building, even though they will not actually be appearing. Featuring the pictures of the real wrestlers, who will just be local jabronis that we're getting for a hot dog and a handshake. All this will take place inside of the neighborhood bar that we're getting for the cost of a case of beer. And the ring will be our homemade wooden ring because, no, we can't afford a real, actual, safe wrestling ring. Liability insurance? You must be crazy. We can't afford that either. I'm not getting that much of a refund check back. All we can really afford is the beer and the posters. So, mummy... Get my tax refund check ready and get it signed over to me because I want to hurry up and play wrestling promoter. Tax refund wrestling not coming soon to a location near you. first song was done, I was having some technical difficulties. It's going to look like like this computer of mine is going to go in for some repairs pretty damn soon. Either that or I'm going to have to have my friend from Wisconsin come down and clean her out and maybe put a couple new fans in it because she's uh, she's getting to be on her last leg. Mm. Oh, I've been there, done that, know that, know that routine very well. Well, oh it's it's got a terabyte hard drive and it's uh it's about damn full. So we need to I need to get another external and offload some of the shit off of it and get two new fans in here. I mean, this computer was built in 2011 or 2012, so it's it's due to have some work done on it. 
They don't last forever. Mm. Speaking of computers, I was given a free laptop today. So oh. I will be uh, working on cleaning that out and uh, seeing if I can upgrade some of the specs on that a little bit. And uh, I will I will have a laptop now. So I'm, I was thrilled to get it for free. My dad goes, I don't know if I can get this thing running. I says, I can. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. So um, Yeah, exactly. There you go. I mean, uh, things are looking uh, very bright. Um, I want to talk about some RWF stuff because it's been a while. And uh, there's, there's some news. Um, Nate Knox will no longer be with us for the June event. Um, he is going through some stuff that I am not going to disclose. And he doesn't feel that he would be 100% ready to go by the time that June rolls around. So I told him to take his time, that the door uh, for him is always open and uh, that we hope to see him back soon. Um, obviously June the 1st is approaching very fast. Today is the first day of spring. Mm-hmm. Uh, At 5.58. Yeah. We, we are, uh, we are vastly approaching June. It's going to be here before we know it. And it's RWF Rebellion yeah. Rising at the VFW Hall in Pontiac, Illinois. Um, Going to be a huge night of action. Your main event, the Rocker Rebel Diamond Steel one-on-one with the Filth King Brew Baker. Um, also signed for that event, Mr. M80 Marche Rocket. Um, just a slew of great talent. And uh, there's going to be some women's wrestling back in Pontiac uh, as well. And that is going to be the Sriracha Muchacha Paloma Star one-on-one with the Unicorn Party Woman in Laney Luck. Every time I see a ball of Sriracha, I giggle. (laughs) You know why you giggle? You know why you giggle? Because it's a Sriracha Muchacha. That's why. Oh, there's. There, there's another reason. Okay, what's the other reason? Hold on. Because of oh, that. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yo, you yeah. Me, 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 only me, 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 Oh, 
<laughs> so that is like that is like if you guys have not seen the uh, um, second Lego movie. I'm gonna have to look the at it. Song, the, uh, the new the the, the song it got. This song's gonna get stuck inside your head. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> thank God, thank God, my wife is sleeping in the other room and cannot hear me do this because then it, she would get mad at me because yes, that song would run back into her head again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what movie it was from. Uh, it was it was about a bunch of zoo animals a couple of years ago, and they had a song. Da 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 circus. Da 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 da. Afro Afro circus. Afro. That was the. That was the. That was the. That was the. Yes. Yep, Madagascar three. Yep. Yeah, that got stuck in my head, and and I'd be rolling, and I'd we, me and my friend would be riding down to a show somewhere, just you know going and chilling somewhere or something, and I'd be like, "Hey, Corey," and he'd be like, "What, Sean?" Da 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 da, da, da. and he gets so pissed, <laughs> and then he'd text me at like 3 a.m. He'd be like, "Afro Circus, Afro Circus," I'm like, "I hate you." <laughs> Um, but yes, RWF uh, is going to be uh, coming back on June the 1st It's going to be a great night of action We are celebrating 26 years of independent wrestling Inside the Illinois Valley area It's going to be a historic night And I'm very excited This has been a long time coming And we expect to sell out We actually expect Beyond to sell out Sweet Yeah, exactly Exactly. So, and the next right, date, well, guys, uh, gonna, hold on, yeah. hold on one sec, Steve. All right. Uh, the next date is already signed. It will be Saturday night, September 14th, right back at the VFW in Pontiac. It is RWF Aftershock, and uh, already signed for that event is the leader of the Stone Nation, Savannah Stone, going one-on-one with the beautiful nightmare, Charlie Cruel, with Spragan in her corner, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um, yeah. I like Jim. Uh, you would not like Jim if you were here to actually see Jim and, and Jim were to torture you for the majority of the night. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, he is literally on show nights. You can ask Steve. The biggest pain in, in our ass is not one of the whiny wrestlers. It's Jim Spragan. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my God. It's, um, like, it's make, like Jim, I love you, but shut up. Uh, you gotta, you got, you gotta get over to the RWF Facebook. It's facebook.com backslash RWF Pro. Get your tickets now for June. Get your updates about September, and uh, make sure you're in attendance for a great night of action on June the first and September the fourteenth. Um, we'll be giving you more details about that as we get closer and closer to the date. There will be a training seminar earlier in the day. RWF proudly presents Glasses in Session Training Seminar. And it will be led by either, well, what we are considering to be one of three of the best the entire state has to offer. And that is uh, either Diamond Steel, Marche Rocket, or Brew Baker. So uh, cost of that is only 30 bucks. You can sign up yep. now. You can even prepay if you want to. 
and reserve your spot. There are only 12 spots available. Uh, once they're full, they're full because I'm not going to overcrowd this thing and take people's money and give them little to minimal time in the ring to actually train. Um, that's not the objective with all of this. So, um, no, again, exactly. check out the RWF Facebook, facebook.com backslash RWF Pro. And with that being said, let's go to the next topic, Steve Kane. All right. Well, uh, we just got some uh, news, uh, more news out of uh, AEW. Um, Uh-oh. It looks like, uh, it looks like uh, Dave Meltzer uh, broke a uh, signing that uh, is uh, – wasn't supposed to be announced until the uh, next episode of uh, Road to Double or Nothing, and that is that AEW has signed another female wrestler, uh, Sadie Gibbs. Now, Gibbs is uh, considered one of the best high-flying women wrestlers uh, in the world today, and um, this and this already adds to the women's division that has. Dr. Britt Baker, Nyla Rose, B. Priestley from Stardom, Penelope Ford, and uh, Chicago's own Kylie Ray. So um, this is this is quite this is quite the addition um, to the to the locker room. Um, she's 26, uh, has a background in gymnastics and CrossFit. Um, she's been wrestling uh, uh, mostly uh, around Europe. So um, she's uh, she's been uh, in stardom. Uh, she was part of uh, uh, Hanakamura's multinational armory army and uh, <clears throat> was in with uh, um, uh, with uh, Mayu Iwatani, uh, Utami Hashishita, and Jungle Kiona. Um, she does. Um, she's probably one of the few females that. Uh, does the uh, Sasuke special? So this is some this is some big this is some big stuff right there. Um, another another addition, another top addition to a already loaded um, female group in in uh, in the in AEW. Weeks out uh, from the uh, from from double or nothing. So um, now yeah. um, now 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 um, there's a video which obviously has got to be storyline um, with uh, um, New Day after after la- after last night. Um, where they're where they're talking about um, how you know they check all the boxes and do everything in their ability and power to get to the top of the mountain, and they said, and and what they say is, people like us will only get so far, and people like us historically moving forward clearly can only go so far. And clearly, we are never meant to be more than this. So, there. So right now, New Day is cutting is cutting 
Ronda Rousey style promos where they are blurring the um, lines between between storyline and reality. And of course, uh, a lot wow. of people have you know, and, and a lot of people have have talked about this over over the years. Um, the um, in fact, uh, in fact, we actually talked about it. Uh, uh, with uh, our good friend Rashi Brown one night, uh, we did we did uh, almost an entire episode about you know the apparent limitations that are that are placed upon um, black wrestlers. I mean you know you know if you if you sit there and you look um, look at uh, how long it took before. Um, there was actually a, a black world champion when uh, Ron Simmons finally got the uh, WCW belt and that. And he did not hold that for a long time. Um, nope. So, you know, so, so, you know, again, the, the lot, once again, just like with, uh, just like with uh, CM Punk back in the day, um, the lines are the lines are getting are getting blurred in the in the stories. It's like okay, what's you know what's what's real and what's uh, and what storyline here, and that you don't you don't really you know which is which is good because it means you don't know how to take stuff, and that, but at the same time, it's bad because you don't know how to take stuff. Mhm. Exactly. So, um, <clears throat> All right. Well, let's pull up wrestling news source and see if there's any other breaking news. Ah. Titan Towers will be no more. Oh. Wow. Really? WWE has announced they will be moving their global headquarters to a new complex in Stanford. They also reveal they will be selling their current headquarters, which was purchased back in 1985. Wow. Wow. They've been been in that building for a long time then. Yes. Holy cow. Um, so that, uh, um, their lease expires in that building, uh, no later than, or no earlier than July 1st. Hmm. So, um, they are. They are. Um, wow, I didn't know. I I didn't know they didn't own that building. I mm-mm. thought they. I thought they actually. I thought they actually owned Same the here. owned the building. That's that's highly unusual. I'm I'm very I'm very I'm very shocked to hear that after after all these years. Um, well, they could. That, they, they Vince could own it. Um, one of the most important elements necessary to execute WWE's long-term growth strategy 
is world-class talent collaborating seamlessly to create compelling content. Our workplace initiative will be the foundation to meet these objectives and underpins our ability to deliver long-term value, said George Barros, WWE co-president. The new headquarters will provide the company with workspace suited to its growing and evolving workforce. The site in Stanford Central Building District provides greater access from various means of transportation, floor plan, which are well-suited to producing video content and greater flexibility in workspace design. The company anticipates that it will move to its new headquarters in early 2021. WWE will lease the space for an initial term of approximately 16 and a half years, commencing no earlier than July 1st, 2019, with a five-year renewal options thereafter. The lease will be accounted for as a finance lease with the creation of a lease obligation equal to the present value of future lease payments, which would result in the recognition of interest expense over time and a right of use lease asset equal to the lease obligation less tenant incentives, which is depreciated on a straight line basis through depreciation expense. Accordingly, Uh. the accounting for the lease agreement is not expected to have a material impact on adjusted OIBDA. Depreciation expense associated with the right-of-use asset will be reflected in operating income. The company's capital expending guidance reflects this initiative. That guidance estimated capital expenditures of approximately $70 million to $90 million for 2019, with continued spending in 2020 above the historic range of approximately 4%, to 7% revenue. Additionally, the company expects to sell its own and operated corporate facility. You were right, Steve. They did own it at 1241 East Main Street. Exit its lease space at 1266 East Main Street and will evaluate options for its production studio facilities at 88 and 120 Hamilton Avenue based on strategic operating and financial considerations. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's interesting because, of course, uh, um, you know, the thing thing that's uh, always been big about uh, WWE headquarters is that they've got, I mean, they've got everything in there. Um, They've got, uh, you know, they've got uh, complete, they've, they've got, they've got complete They've got a complete um, production facility. Uh, a lot of, in fact, back in the day, a lot of the shows, what they actually did was they only took a camera crew to the to do TV, and then would proceed to have the announcers actually do the commentary in studio. And they and they had and they had such uh, great production facilities that they could make it look like the guys were actually there in the building. 
and that. Um, right. And then another well, and, thing that they also had was a full was a full gym with a ring. I'm mean, before yeah. there was a performance center. Um, a lot of the a lot of the guys would if they if they were trying to come back off of injury and that would go to uh, Titan Towers and do their and do their uh, rehab work and that in in uh, in the Titan Towers gym. Yes. And uh, that went on for several years, um, right. may even going back to the time that the building opened. Because you have to remember, mm-hmm. there was a, uh, I believe it was a web-based show that WWE did one time. I've only seen this aired once, um, where it was, uh, it kind of took you through the WWE warehouse. And it pull, they pulled out the old ring that Vince has kept. From WrestleMania one. Oh wow! I mean, oh, they, I mean, he's. Go ahead, Steve. Oh, they've got, they still got, they still got everything. Um, uh, in uh, in the show Holy Foley, um, there there was there was an episode where, and I'm hearing an echo, guys. Uh, I won't check. Check your mic check position, your Sean. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but they actually but they actually had an episode of Holy Foley where Mick took Noel to the WWE warehouse <clears throat> and seriously they do save everything they even still have the original. Hell in a Cell. Oh my! Yes. Oh yeah. Mick, they, they... Mick saw Mick saw that, and in the episode, Mick looks at Mick looks at the you know, at the sections of that cage, and tears actually come to his eyes. Like that? Oh, thinking thinking of the memories of that. I I would I could see that. I mean, they they literally hang on to everything. Uh, you know, everybody thinks that Vince had those uh Ico Pro banners reprinted. No. He had them cleaned and used for the 20th edition of Raw that was at the Manhattan Center. Yep. Or whatever it was. Um I mean, they they store everything in that warehouse. Lord only knows how big that warehouse is. And I, I'd, oh, I'd be yeah. willing, to, I'd be willing to say that if he, uh, well, he did buy WCW, so Lord only knows where it ended up. But he would probably have probably one of the original WCW world, uh, not World War Three, but uh, War Games cages. Oh, most likely. If- if those, I'm, I'm if those to... were if those were still if those were still around, because uh, who knows as far as uh, what uh, Crockett did and um, subsequently uh, Bischoff and Turner with right. any of that stuff. Right. Um, you know, there's there's just so much stuff that they've got. That is, I mean, and look, if if you were given uh, one of those canvases from you know, Nitro or Thunder or even one of the ECW pay-per-view 
ones that Paul hung on to and and gave to Vince when he sold it, you you know that you were pretty fucking special to the business because Vince doesn't part with that shit with just anyone. No. Exactly. And, Exactly. Uh, what a lot of people what a lot of people don't realize is that when you become a champion in WWE, the belt that you're actually responsible for carrying for carrying around with you is actually the belt that Vince sends you home with after your title reign is over. He gets a new oh, belt. Wow. Yep. Oh, you go home with the belt when you're the champion in WWE. Yep. I believe TNA did exactly. do the same thing, but with their financial state, I don't know that they still do the same thing. Right. Right. That um, does not happen with the NWA title. When when you get the NWA belt, if you want a replica copy of it, you've got to buy it. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Um, this is why it was over $50,000 to be the NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Or was it twenty five or fifty, Steve? It was it was twenty it was a twenty five dollar a twenty five thousand dollar deposit, which um, which you got back when you dropped the title and returned it. Right. Well, I mean, obviously, obviously, the belt went to the next the next champion, and then right, right. Well, I mean, uh, that's that's just the way business was. Right. Right. Um. So, oh, more news that uh, came out of that uh, um, uh, March thirteenth uh, uh, AAA show. Um, the one that uh, the one that uh, uh, the Young Bucks won the uh, AAA tag team titles from. Uh, Cody was also there, um, and our friend Hugo Savinovich uh, did an interview with him, and. Uh, Translated for the AAA audience, and he mm-hmm. said that, uh, and Cody was saying that uh, he wants uh, um, Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho to compete at uh, AAA. He also made the announcement that Hugo, wow. our our friend Hugo Savinovich, is also going to be the official Spanish correspondent for AEW. Um. Then they did a bit where uh, Conan interrupted, and um, they and uh, so um, Cody kind of slagged Conan off, uh, saying he's just an employee of AAA, while Cody's an executive vice president of AEW, um, which led to them, uh, which led uh, Los Mercenarios to attack Cody. Um, Psycho Clown um, did the save. And that now, of course, Cody is obviously still uh, rehabbing that uh, um, knee from the uh, surgery, and that. But it was announced that Cody will be at uh, Triple Mania um, 20, 27, Triple, Triple Mania 27, which will be August 3rd. All so, right. We had some so news coming out of the Cody uh, is Cody's Cody guys. is going to wrestle not just at Triple A but at their premier event. Excellent. We have some news Excellent. coming out of the out of the Rocket Cup now. 
there will be a dine and meet event with Nick Aldis and Marty Skrull on Friday night. Um, Saturday afternoon will be the VIP experience with photos, autographs, and panels with current NWA champions Billy Corgan and NWA legends Jim Cornette, Midnight Express, Rock and Roll Express, Magnum TKA, and Nikita Koloff. Mm, wow. The Friday okay. event is uh. a exclusive dine meet and greet with the main event of the Crockett Cup, Marty Skrull and NWA world champion Nick Aldis. Also appearing... NWA National Champion Willie Mack, NWA Vice President David Lagana, and Camille. Hmm. Did I say that right? K A M I L L E. Yeah, Camille. Yes. Yeah, Dine exactly. and Eat will start at 6 p.m., three hour exclusive dining experience. Sit, eat, and talk with Marty Skrull, Nick Aldis, Willie Mack, oh, Camille, and David awesome. Lagana. Food and soft drinks will be included in ticket price. Alcoholic drinks will be available for purchase. Three photo op opportunities at this event. Nick Aldis in the 10 pounds of gold. Willie Mack in the NWA national title belt. Marty Skrull. Special event. Crockett cut pin included with dine and eat purchase. Limited to 39. Dine and eat experience will be a private event held at the corner bar. You must have a ticket to event this event. Lockup tickets will not be available for purchase. This event is non-refundable. Hmm. Well, now that's interesting. Marty Skrull is going to be on a on a on a uh, non-Ring of Honor show. That's that's a big mm. that's a big deal. Yeah, it's big. It's a big deal. I like Marty Skrull. He's one of my favorites. Whoop whoop. I love him. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 song kind of gets gets stuck in your head too. You know? uh, here's here's another interesting piece before we go off the air. Former WWE composer Jim Johnston says he'd be interested in working with AEW. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, and of course, uh, you know, Jim Johnston uh, created some of the. Uh, very um, iconic themes that uh, that uh, you've heard over the years on uh, on WWE uh, TV and in the live events. Mm. So that's yeah. So that's that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty big deal right there. I'd say so. Yes. I mean, uh, you know, that uh that is gonna be uh one of those things that um it definitely uh if if AEW gives them a call, their guys will have custom music. And it'll be wrote by a guy that knows his shit when it comes to music because between this guy and Jimmy Hart, if your music wasn't wrote by either one of them, your music really wasn't that good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, you, like I say, hey, Jim Johnston is the guy that is responsible for, like, the DX theme, the Undertaker theme, Sexy Boy, mm-hmm. 
you know, yeah. all those all those songs that uh, you, you know, heard and sang along to over the years, and that. That's that stuff. Um, that stuff. Uh, Jim Johnson and Jimmy Hart were the were you know, and and in and in and in a uh, certain capacity, Michael Hayes was yes. also involved in in some of that as well. Yes. Um, Ray Mysterio files for Prince Mysterio trademark. Huh? Okay. Hmm. Okay. That might uh, that might have a little something to do with um, last night on SmackDown. Actually, it does not. The trademark is for not. clothing. The trademark is for oh. clothing, namely tank tops, t-shirts, shirts, sports shirts, polo shirts, undershirts, sweatshirts, pullovers, jackets, pants, jogging suits, exercise pants, sweatpants, shorts, underwear, boxer shorts, socks, pajamas, belts, gloves. Halloween and masquerade costumes, wristbands, bandanas, footwear, namely shoes, sneakers, slippers, headwear, namely hats and caps, entertainment services, namely wrestling exhibitions, and performances by a professional wrestler or an entertainer providing wrestling news and information via global computer network. Mm. So it sounds like, so it sounds like Ray is, uh, planning for his uh, post-WWE career. Because I don't know if he still still has it, but uh, remember, he at least, you know, for a while had a uh, part ownership stake in uh, R.O. Lucha, the promotion that uh, is uh, co-owned by uh, Ron and Don Harris of R.O. Lux, which was the company that was trying to... uh, Helped uh, save TNA while uh, while Dixie was uh, still there, ruining everything. Hmm. Ah, this would be why Ray has filed for this trademark. Cody files for trademarks for former WCW pay-per-view events. In a move that will no doubt raise some eyebrows in WWE, Cody Rhodes has filed for some former WCW trademarks that were closely associated with his father, the late great Dusty Rhodes. Cody has filed for Prince of Wrestling for Goods and Services. Wow. The more interesting okay. trademarks include former WCW pay per views, Battle Bowl, Bash at the Beach, and Bunkhouse Stampede. Oh, wow. But Bash at the Beach, oh, my gosh. Yes. That's huge. That's huge, guys. I mean, seriously. I mean, Enormous. I mean, because remember, after all, Bash at the Beach, let's, let's, let's remember, one of the biggest things that ever happened in pro wrestling happened at Bash at the Beach. That's correct. Uh, but let's not let's not discredit the uh, what he's doing to um, give honor to his father, father's legacy here with Bunkhouse oh, yeah. Stampede. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, uh, I remember I remember uh, when uh, Dusty uh, did the um, little uh, interview segment where he 
introduced Bunkhouse Stampede and uh, talked about, you know, the history, quote-unquote, behind it and that. Um, It was... uh, it was once again. It was a. Uh, it was a classic. It was a classic piece of uh, Dusty Rhodes promo material. So, and uh, <coughs> there were only. Uh, there have only been four actual bunkhouse stampedes uh, that uh, are credited, and they were all won by Dusty Rhodes. Mm. Wow. Um, Very well. You have 1985, 1986, 1987, and the last one was in 1988, which was the actual pay-per-view. Jim Crockett Promotions presents Bunkhouse Stampede 1988. He was held at the... NASA Coliseum in Uniondale, New York, in front of 6,000 people, right before the Great American Bash 1988. Mm. Let's see what this card featured. Jimmy Garvin and Sting defeated the Sheep Herders. There's a blast from your past, Steve. Oh, oh my gosh, yes. Absolutely. Uh, he will be a part of the NWA Crockett Cup event, Nikita Koloff versus Bobby Eaton with Jim Cornette for the NWA World Television Championship. Wow. Larry Zabisco with Baby Doll defeated Barry Windham for the UWF Western States Championship. This is one I did not know about. I'm actually going to need to go back and watch this match. Road Warrior Hawk with Paul Elring defeated Ric Flair with James J. Dillon in a singles match for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. And Dusty Rhodes versus Arn Anderson versus The Barbarian versus Ivan Koloff. Versus Lex Luger versus Road Warrior Animal versus Tully wow. Blanchard and the Warlord in the Steel Cage Bunkhouse Stampede. Mm. That that <laughs> that was when wrestling was wrestling right there. Yeah, yeah. And you uh, sit there, and I mean, yo. Know, I mean to to now to nowadays when you sit there and um uh, you talk about uh WrestleMania crowds and that uh 6000 doesn't sound like a lot but back in that day especially in a in what was you know a, a WWF town um to draw 6000 people to a WCW show was a big deal. Well, uh, they they went from that um, when that was with the Bunkhouse Stampede to uh, going to Baltimore, Maryland, and drawing hmm. fourteen thousand people for the Great American Bash, nineteen eighty-eight. 
Yeah. Well, you know, Baltimore, Baltimore, though, that Baltimore was always a WCW town. They, they ran, they ran Baltimore for years. Absolutely. Um, I, uh, you know, there, there were some, so was 88 was a good year for wrestling. Really good year for wrestling. Um, now this is the only thing that, uh, they did in 88 that I can see, uh, bunkhouse style. They did a 17 man, $50,000 bunkhouse battle Royal. Mm-hmm. Which uh, the junkyard dog ended up winning. So, um, man, that's some fantastic yeah, that's a guy I miss. Oh man, I miss him too. My cousin actually got to dance with him in the ring. We made it to uh, Cavalcade Wrestling. She got to be on TV. Lucky bitch. <laughs> I love him. I, you don't know, man. I love him big time. He's one of my favorites. Um. There's there has been some great 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 stuff um, going on in, in that time, <coughs> and uh, you know we've got some great pay per views coming this year. We are not that far away okay. from WrestleMania. We are not that far away from Double or Nothing. Um, yeah, I believe that there will I, be another pay per view. I think they said June or July, if not both. So I want to say it's July, though. Um, let me right. let me go see if they've got it. Now, what a lot of people are asking is if um, if they will be doing house shows. Yeah, that's 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 going to be an interesting thing. Will they will they wind up, you know, taking taking this taking this on the road? Um, you know, I know though one of the things that uh, they do talk about is wanting to, you know, give give the wrestlers some actual legitimate time off, so that they can you know spend time with their families. Recuperate Rest their bodies, all, all, yeah, all of, all of those, all of those things, because those are in fact very, very important. Um, I mean, Tracy kind of, you know, talked to that tonight as far as um, how damaging uh, wrestling is uh, physically on you, as well as you know the mental and spiritual aspects of mm-hmm. being on the road that. That much. Um, so. All right, this is what we've got: Double or Nothing in May. They have another show scheduled in the U.S. for June. The aforementioned Jacksonville show is in July. The All Elite debut in the U.K. Um, will also be in July. I'm sorry, will be in August. They'll follow up in September with All Out. And. Um, there is no, that'll be September. There is nothing announced for October, November, or December. 
Now, if they're running all out in September, um, I could see them doing another pay-per-view in maybe November, maybe even December. So I, I'm sure we'll get one more uh, before the end of 2019. Yeah. But it is a yeah. big question as to whether or not they will be doing house shows, how they will record their uh, television, and all of that is, is still really, really, really far up in the air. Um, mm-hmm. And it's the only thing you can do is look at Ticketmaster. Look at Ticketmaster right. or whatever their ticket website is and see if tickets go on sale. And when they do, buy them. Because if AEW is coming to a city near you, you want to get on this train when it comes to your town now, not the th- second or third time it comes to your town. As the old saying goes, get it while it's hot. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. There is one other thing that I want to discuss before we leave, and then, and I will make this quick, and then we are out of here. Uh, well, no, right. there's two things now. Xavier Woods has teased a departure from WWE. That's what we're, I was talking about with the with the video. Oh, okay. I didn't hear that. Or I, I, either that, or it slipped my mind already. You know how that goes. Um, that is sad. Yeah. But it's coming because the it's, it's storyline. It's storyline, Sean. It's just the you know again. It's the blurry of the lines. It's like it's like Ronda with the you know attacking everybody, Rhonda on the video saying, hey, y'all know this stuff isn't real, right? And all of that. And uh, chiding and chiding Becky for uh, taking uh, fake um, police uh, mug shots in the, in the, in the bathroom. Um, we now know how Asuka's WrestleMania 35 opponent for the SmackDown Women's Championship will be determined. Mandy, Rose, Sonya Deville, Naomi, and Carmella will be in a fatal four-way where the winner will challenge Asuka at Ooh. WrestleMania 35. Ooh. Yeah, which, is, which that is designed to help um, speed up the uh, breakup of uh, Mandy and Sonya so that uh, post-WrestleMania they can uh, start running the program together. Um, we have a new title match announced for NXT TakeOver New York. It'll be Walter one-on-one with WWE UK champion Pete Dunne. Oh, wow. That's going to... This dip is all get out. It's going to be good as all get out. Um, now, uh, well, that could be a number of people. Um, it's it's going to be a hell of a takeover in a couple weeks. You're not going to want to miss it. Uh, yeah. You never want to miss a takeover. Those things no. are, in, <laughs> fact, in fact, nine times out of ten, they're actually better than the main <laughs> roster show. Yes. Well, especially at with least, this year's WrestleMania being 17 matches. Yeah. And, you know, 
and at least and at least at an NXT takeover, you won't have Lacey Evans just walking out in the middle of a match for no good reason whatsoever. Hopefully not. <laughs> no, no, she's. I mean, hey, she's she's main roster now, so uh, she won't she won't be doing any NXT appearances. All right. Well, everybody knows what time it is. Katie, why don't you tell everybody? Well, folks, you don't have to go home, but you sure as hell can't stay here. For the boys and for myself, good night. Get out. Good night. Turn off the lights. Good night. See you, dude.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.